Hey, Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. Uh, quick announcement, we're going to be doing something a little bit differently over the next 45 days. In light of the coronavirus and all the disruption that is either in your life right now or in your business life or coming to your business life soon, I'm going to devote the next six episodes at least, released Tuesday and Thursday, to ideas that I've collected over the years and I've heard from other people that can help you do business during this time of disruption. So my goal here is uh, I'm not here to sell you anything. I got nothing for sale. I'm going to actually be creating a checklist for you, but I want to do this as a service. And so we're going to replace the traditional Bill Kasky podcast where we talk about sales and mindset and things like that with uh, some business ideas and strategies and tools and equipment that you can use over the next 45 days to continue to be in the market, be in the game, play your game, not shrink. During a time of disruption and fear and panic, I think it's easy to go stick your head in the hand in your in the sand or in your hands, but you can't touch your face, so you can't stick your head in your hands. But we're not going to do that. We're just not going to do that here. I think this is a really good time for all of us to see what we're made of and to see if we rise to the occasion or shrink. Are we going to be a man or a mouse? Are we going to be a butterfly flying through the air or a caterpillar crawling on the ground? I opt for the butterfly. I opt for the man, for the big person, for the giant that comes along and says, look, we're, we're going to be honoring this crisis and we're not going to pretend it doesn't exist but we're going to take matters into our own hands and collect the data and the, ad, uh, the ideas and the strategies to help us grow even during this time, which is going to be tough. So that's my intent. I've got a guest today. His name is Joel Russell. The audio quality was not the greatest, and it was my fault. I had my microphone turned up too high. It was not Joel's fault. He recorded it, but uh, I'll take responsibility for that. It's not unlistenable, I don't think, but it is... Uh, something that he is doing in his company to start to prepare his employees. And I know we're in the middle of this. So this was recorded on Friday. And as fast as things change, you probably say, well, that that's obvious. But even on Friday, things weren't so obvious. So this is uh, something for, that uh, I want to give to you. Joel Russell, he founded a company called E-Imagine Indianapolis Technology Company. They work with a lot of organizations on things exactly like this. So hope you enjoy this. Sorry for the audio quality. I think you can get through it fine, though. You know, companies are in a bit of a fix right now because I find that uh, we and they have not paid as much attention to virtual communication methods as maybe we should have over the past few years. These are available. I'm calling it the communication disruption. And Joel Russell is with me today. He's founder of eImagine, which is an Indianapolis-based tech company that helps clients in all sorts of different ways, creating tech solutions, apps, CRM, project management. You can find them at eimagine.com. And the reason I wanted to have Joel on uh, is a couple of reasons. Number one, Joel, you have a workforce that is probably going to be becoming more remote, may maybe, not for sure, but probably. And two, as someone who is well-versed in technology, you're a specialist. You also understand the tools that might come in handy for companies over the next few months. So, Joel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. I'm really glad to be here. You know, I, I have said this quite a few times over the past 72 hours that business is not going to stop. It's just not. People yeah. need solutions. They need to be need transactions will continue. But 
we need to be better able to navigate this weird landscape that we have now. So tell me, uh, as the owner of a company, what is the general mood right now in a tech company like yours about some of the changes that are uh, in the making? Well, I mean, I, I think it's, it's uncertainty. I think everyone's a little bit nervous. Um, you know, prior to all of this going down, we, we had a work from, we called it work remotely. Now we're ch- changing it to work from home because we want our employees at home, um, you know, one day a week. And actually today um, we are running what we're calling a disaster test scenario where the entire company is working from home and checking all of our connectivity and communication, uh, which is, you know, really the key. And um, assuming that goes well, we're going to start working from home on Monday. Um, And we don't have an end date. And so I think, you know, when there's no end date, uh, people get nervous. And, uh, you know, we just don't know what's going to come next. And so, um, yeah, I'd say uncertainty is probably the thing I see most inside the office right now. So you just completed that meeting. Uh, and so what did you tell your team and what were some of their concerns? Because I think when we start saying, you know, you're used to working at an office, maybe even three or four days a week and at home, too. Now you're home all the time. What, what kinds of concerns did they have? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the number one concern, and, and, and you're hitting the nail on the head here, is the communication disruption. I mean, we're, we're somewhat blessed to be in technology right now, not somewhat, but I should say we are, because I think we can still do our job very effectively when everyone is working remotely or at home with this, you know, scare going on right now. So from our perspective, I think we, we have the ability to do it. You know, I think questions come up like, well, we have a meeting scheduled with the client at our office, at their office. How do we handle it? We've got some employees that actually go to client sites on a daily basis. And what do they do? And so, um, and unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately, a lot of what we do for the state of Indiana, I mean, right now is when they need those services. And for us to not be there, kind of manning the desk is, um, I mean, lives, this impacts lives. I mean, there's tragedies here if those things don't get done. And so we're trying to navigate or answer the questions of how do we balance from home, balance what the client needs, balance what the community needs, because a lot, again, a lot of what we do is, is very impactful in the community. And so I, I think that's our biggest challenge right now. And obviously the wrapper that goes around all of it is communication. Yeah, I was talking to a guy yesterday, one of my clients, who calls on a large company here in town, and I said, yeah. you know, you know, you you're going to have to deal with this where you can talk to one person on the phone, but what if you have to make a presentation and three people on their team and none of them are in one place? You got to figure out how to use remote workspaces so that you can still get your message across because you can't just <laughs> go over and have four people in a room at least. You know, we adopted Microsoft Teams as a, as a tool a number of months ago. And, and I'll be honest, I was a little bit of a lagger. I still love to get in my email and still save files to my desktop and those type of things. Um, and, and this, you know, within the last couple of weeks, um, we've really embraced Teams. And in fact, you know, we just had an all-hands company live meeting via Teams where everyone dialed in. We gave the daily update of, of what we're doing and, and how we're trying to handle this virus situation. And, um, you know, it, it's a tool that I think organizations really need to embrace right now because it, it's got everything you need. If you have internet connectivity, you can make phone calls, you can have meetings, you can share screens, you can send files back and forth. I mean, it, it, it's a tool that right now Microsoft should be loving themselves because I, I think it's, <laughs> it's saving our company. I'll tell you that. And so, so we're, 
we're doing this interview actually on Teams, and we're we're recording it, and the quality is really good. So tell 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 us a little bit about. I I suspect that a lot of people listening will already have Office 365 or some version of that. So tell me uh, uh, tell me a little bit about what Teams can do. You you, yeah, you touched mean, it, on it, but get go deeper with it. Yeah, sure. So you know Teams. You know everyone at least the challenge I see in business is everything's in their inbox. People have data in their emails and Hey, Bill goes out of town next week and we don't have his email, you know, a, a file gets stuck or, or something happens like that. And so teams is really built as a collaboration platform. And so it, it syncs up with your office 365. So you have all the security and all those things that go with office 365 into your teams. But once you're in the teams, you can start to set up, I hate to use the word teams, but you can start to set up groups or teams. And so, sales and marketing, delivery. We actually have a coronavirus team right now where we put all our updates. And so it, it starts to allow organizations to organize their data. Um, you can store files there. You can make phone calls via the um, you know, phone, voice over IP, I'm sure, uh, you know, technology. You can schedule meetings. You can conduct meetings. I mean, it really is moving organizations out of their email and into a collaborative workspace. And, uh, and, and I think now more than ever, I'm totally bought into Teams and we're using it. And so um, agendas for meetings, follow-ups, notifications. So oh, Bill posted something into the team I'm in. I get the notification to go look at the document. Now it's ready. I mean, there, there's a host of, of things you can do, but it's all in one spot. And that's the beauty of Teams. It's all in one spot. Yeah, so it used to be probably uh, six months ago where Teams was, we saw it as a collaboration tool, but now in a way you kind of build your business around it. I mean, there's others. I'm, we're not here shilling for Microsoft Correct. Teams. There are others, but that's the one you're familiar with. And yeah, so I, mean, I, I think I, we have to look at it differently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's not just a SharePoint site where you store files and have workflows. I mean, there's there's some things inside of Teams from a business continuity perspective that, that I, honestly right now you're really seeing because my organization we're all working from home today um, now we may have some people clients I, I, I should say not the entire but anyone in our office is working from home today and it's 11:46 here so it's midday per se and I've not seen any blow-ups that people aren't getting the work done or can't do work can't communicate with someone um, that, that tool has really been a godsend for us yeah, I mean, it, it could even be, I've heard, I've heard some people say, you know, the whole school, school online, and people might find that that's a, maybe even a better way to teach students. It, it'd, be, uh, it'd be interesting. I've not seen um, the platform or teams pivoted to an educational environment, but um, I don't know why it couldn't. I mean, essentially, that's what we use it for, right? I'm educating my our organization yeah. by basically division or by team. There's, there's workflows and there's people. I mean, it, it's, it, it'd be interesting uh, to see how Microsoft does that. So let's talk sales department for a moment sure. because a lot of our listeners are in sales or marketing or, or lead sales, sales teams. Yep. Yeah, everybody, everybody's in it. So tell me a little bit about what you see over the next few months as just specifically in the sales team, uh, whether it's Microsoft Teams or other other digital technology. Yeah. How do you think that's going to happen? <laughs> well, excuse me. Um, I think the predominant adoption is going to be teams. I mean, when you look at the Microsoft ecosystem, I mean, outside of, you know, the Xbox and things that your, your kids and some adults play with, I mean, Office 365 is just a staple, right? You pull up Word, Excel, PowerPoint. I mean, you're doing your stuff inside of Office 365. And the add-on or incremental buy for companies to get into teams is not a heavy lift. 
And so, I mean, I, I think from a sales perspective, you're going to start to see a lot more happen inside of Teams. We've actually even integrated our Teams to Microsoft Power BI, which is a data reporting tool. So our last sales meeting, we started in Teams. We opened it up. There's a Power BI dashboard of our sales, where we're at year to date, where we need to be. I mean, it, it's a slick tool, and we all stayed within Teams. And so I think from a sales perspective, you're going to start seeing companies buy teams and you're going to start seeing companies implement teams to help their sales process. And so tell me a little bit about the, why is, why is a, a virtual video um, communication platform like teams or like others better as you see it? I think I know, but tell, tell me what your impression of. So let's say one of your people has a meeting next week with somebody and instead of just doing a phone call, let's say they're out of the office, why is it better for them to actually see the person like I can see you and they see the, the prospect or the client? What's, what's the visual component to this? Well, I mean, I, I, mean I, I think you kind of teed it up there for me. I think a lot of people are visual learners and I think relationships get built best when you're in front of people. And if you're not going to be able to be in front of them and, and you and I sit in a room doing this, we're not doing that. We're, we're across teams and having that ability to see you and look at body language and have those conversations I think it's so much better than talking over each other on a voice, you know, on a, on a conference call where everyone's waiting patiently, but really they're waiting for someone to stop talking so they can start talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, I don't, yeah. So, um, I, you know, I, I think that the Teams platform offers just so many options for companies that uh, it, it's a compelling, it's a compelling case. You know, I also think that if you have a, a big presentation or a meeting, you can also record these meetings and you can feed it through Otter AI or one of the one of the uh, algorithm uh, transcribers like that. And now you Correct. can have an exact, you know exactly what people said. So if you want to review, you can't, because I, I find sometimes I'm on a call for 45 minutes and I don't remember the first seven minutes. Yeah. They might have said yeah. something extremely valuable, but if I can get it transcribed and then re look back at it, it could be really helpful there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're nail on the head there. I mean, I've seen a lot of executives, they walk into rooms and, you know, I'm kind of old school. I always tell our people, bring a pen and a paper or a laptop with you when you go to a meeting. Don't just show up with your hands empty. But they're showing up with their hands empty because everything is recorded. Yeah. And they, they can actually participate in the meeting and that, you know, I, I still like to take a little notes and reminders of conversations and things for me to come back to at a meeting, but I don't, I don't have to diligently take notes anymore. I can, I can be engaged in the meeting and focus on what, what's at hand um, because everything's recorded. Um, and so I, I, I think that's, uh, that's been a little game changer. I know I walked in the meeting last week and uh, they kind of looked at me because I just, I just walked in and said, Hey guys, I'm here, let's go. And uh, I mean, I didn't, exactly say it that way but uh everything was recorded so it was uh, it was a really uh cool thing i mean the, the running joke i think is i mean i'm sitting here in my shorts but i have a college shirt on I'm to <laughs> my shorts yeah. and my crocs i mean it's horrible but uh if you're looking at me now i mean i look like i'm sitting on my desk um <laughs> you know so I, I think that's brings some um some uh, some things uh oh, sorry there's some background noise here i've got a new dog at home that's another thing about working there's another yeah you have to muzzle yeah, your dog you can hear my wife um screaming so i'm going to keep this call going until i um if you want to get a hold of joel i presume the best way to do it or someone at eimagine you can go to eimagine.com and there's contact uh, information yeah, there at the yeah, top I mean, my, my email i mean I've got, you can use Joel at eimagine.com if you just want to drop me an email. And, uh, but yeah, check out our website. It's, it's, it's in process of being updated, so don't hold us safely when you get there. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, if people want to connect and talk about teams, I think now is the right time. And if you already have Office 365 in your company and you're using it, the lift you get the team is just pretty light. And so I, I really recommend companies take a, take a good look at it. Well, Joel, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. And I know that you are uh, totally committed to technology just by the nature of your business and what you <laughs> I think this has been really helpful because there are ways around that. You don't have to go out and buy 17 different $30 a month things. You can buy one or, and again, we're not shilling for teams necessarily, but it, it seems like it's the most universal uh, platform. Yeah, I mean, and the other part of it that I think it's overlooked because I, I overlooked, excuse me, I do think mobile development is kind of on a downtrend in my opinion, but I'm using a Teams platform on my mobile phone right now. I don't even have my computer turned on. I'm just all running it through my phone. And so the, the, the Teams, yes, it works on your laptop or your desktop, but it, it's, a great, it's a great tool right there on your phone. And so, um, yeah, technology is great, and it's, uh, it's really enabling us to get what we hope around this, this challenge that, honestly, the world's facing right now. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be short-term, but it probably yeah. is a few months. So thanks again, Joel, for your time. Yeah, appreciate I appreciate your time, Bill. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, you can find him at eimagine.com and we'll be bringing you other guests throughout this series. And uh, Thursday, we're going to talk about some gear that you can buy or that maybe you already have that can help you do more communication virtually. So we'll get into those ideas here on Thursday. See you next time. Bye.